Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Create Brevity. I'm your host, E-Director. And for this week's episode, we're going to be talking about astrology and um, I think kind of the pros and cons when you apply it to conscious manifesting. Now, we do have that awesome blog and we do offer one-on-one coaching on our website, www.createbrevity.com. So let's get into it. Let's, Let's jump into it. I personally, I love astrology. I think it's fun. For the most part, I think it's easily accessible. And as long as you're using it to find self-awareness and to kind of figure out what your why is and maybe give yourself some kind of a nice roadmap, a nice starting point for looking deeper inward, I don't really see the problem with it. Where it gets kind of complicated is when astrology becomes sort of a belief system that people carry with them and I don't mean like a religion but more like for example if um, someone is a Taurus to start thinking well you're a Taurus so you're like this or oh Tauruses behave this way now everyone you know who knows anything about astrology you know they can do this sometimes And like I said, as long as it's not a deeply held belief that you have, for the most part, it's just something that is funny, maybe easily accessible to you and your friends. And I think that that is normal. Um, But when it becomes a strong belief system and you start judging people based off of it, and more importantly, when you start kind of discriminating against them and kind of giving up on them, well, you know, this person is a... Virgo, for example, so, you know, they're, they're never going to change, you know, this is just the way they are. And when you start doing that to other people and doing it to yourself, for example, well, I can't manifest things. I'm too cynical. I'm a Capricorn, you know, I don't believe in magic. I'm an Aries, you know, that kind of thing. Not that manifesting is magic, but you know, if you're a very cynical person, you might start to think that it is. Um, and, and you might kind of distance yourself from it that way. And and in turn, you're kind of making yourself a victim of fate, right? You're saying, well, I can't help it. I was born at this time, at this hour, on this date. And, you know, it's not my fault, but I can't do anything about it now. And that's just simply not true. If you want to use astrology to find a way to make it easier to work with yourself, or if you could find a way to use it to integrate different types of learning that you've done and different studying different ways that you've studied yourself basically then that's fine you know um for example going back to the taurus whatever negative things you might have heard about taurus there's pros and if you can believe all the positive things and kind of use the negative things as things you maybe you want to change okay then that's fine Or if you look at yourself and you go, you know what, there's good things, there's bad things, it's a nice balance. If something like this comes up, I'm glad I have a reason for it, you know, something that I can take with me, but it doesn't define me. If you look at it that way, then it's astrology is harmless and it can be a fun tool for you. But once you start applying it to other people and yourself in a critical way, in a way of 
well, this is just how it is. This is how it's going to be in a way of kind of disregarding the laws of nature, which is that change is the only constant and that you can always change for better and for worse. And when you start ignoring those things and when you start putting it on other people, your parents, for example, they just, I was born in Baltimore, right? I can't change that. Or I was born in California, I can't change that. Can't change my rising sign, can't change my moon, you know, that kind of thing. Um, then you start becoming a victim of it. Because if you actually think about it, there are positives and negatives to each sign. You know, there's different aspects and challenges to each one. So there's no negative thing. You know, none of it is all bad and all good, which is very much like human nature. So if you can harness the good things, and you can find a way of using those to overcome some of your more fragile personality traits and and some of your more some of the more resistant beliefs then astrology can be really positive but like i said the trick is kind of maintaining that kind of looking at it from a distance if you will and and that's really this is just a segue into talking about other deeply held beliefs other things that you believe you can't change about yourself you know i speak with a lot of clients who have a lot of really strongly held beliefs from childhood. You know, I'm, for example, I'm really bad at math. You know, I can only do it this way. And if you really look into it, have you ever really tried to be good at math? Have you ever tried different options for yourself? You know, I speak to a lot of people who feel very down and out on manifesting. You know, they say, I can't manifest this, can't manifest abundance, I can't manifest um, any good luck into my life, and I don't understand why some people are lucky and I'm not, and the truth of the matter is everyone is equally lucky. Some people feel luckier than other people, and therefore they will have a better time on the ride, so to speak, right? on the ride of life um, they'll feel more positive about new experiences and old ones and it'll help them enjoy the present more but that doesn't necessarily mean they're lucky or than other people it just means that while they're manifesting they look at things from the point of view of if i tried something and it didn't work i don't take it personally like i am bad in relation to the thing that i want or i'm not worthy of the thing that I want to manifest, of my goals and my dreams. I just need to find a different way. Or I just need something, another path to open up. And I have faith in myself that I'm going to find it, or that the path is going to find me, right? I have faith in God, right? I have faith in my prayers. And they're able to kind of look at things differently without perspective shift. And they're able to react to things in a more positive way. And I guess you would call them a luckier way, a more abundant way. And that does enable new doors to open up for them. So a lot of times what we do when we want something and we have these old beliefs is we think as the person we are, we want something to happen for us a certain type of way. We have really strongly held expectations 
different relationships for the way we have to earn the money. And you have to kind of let go of that because when you have really, really high expectations, it's usually an indication that you don't have gratitude for the small things that come in. And it's an indication that you have a negative belief that you want your manifestation to overturn. So I'll give you an example. If you're really bad at math, you want and you desperately want to make you know, great test scores on math tests, or maybe you want a high score on your SATs, and you tell yourself, if I get a 800 on my SAT for, for the math, for the, for the logic and reasoning, you know, for complex problem solving, that means that I'm smart, that I'm good at math, and I'm, I'm a more logical person, that I've become that. That's going to prove it to me. And that in and of itself is a fallacy, right? Because the truth of the matter is you're expecting an outside thing to validate you, to validate your skills. But a truly logical person, someone who you know, might be more of the statistician, which is kind of what we think of, we think of people who are good at math, someone who's good with numbers, would probably know right away that that's very low odds, okay, and that's illogical. Um, they would say maybe that they studied really hard, that they have an interest in math, okay? And that's why they got a high score on the SATs, because they have faith in themselves. Now, it's easier for them to have faith, maybe because they've had a history of doing well on tests, of being good with numbers, okay? But that in and of itself is a belief. That's just a belief that's easier for them to have faith in. Now, if you're bad at math and you don't have that history, it can be hard to foster that belief. But you start with practicing, right? You start building a different belief about yourself with practice. Maybe you can promise yourself that you're going to do two or three math problems that are very difficult, and you're actually going to spend time to figure out how they work. You're going to break them down, and you're going to spend time doing that until you know that you can do those problems. And then the next day, you'll do a little bit more. And before you know it, you'll have built the belief that, hey, you know what? I'm getting better at math. Okay, I put the time in. I put the work in, it's easier for me to have faith in myself when it comes to numbers. And it's the same thing with any belief, right? Remember that having faith in something, you know, is really not about logic, right? It's about believing in your ability to become something. And I think that we forget that sometimes when we start thinking about astrology, we start thinking about luck, and and we forget that we are not victims of fate, right? We're are completely our own creation. And if we want the things that we want, and we want people to react differently to us, then we have to react differently to us first. And that's the most practical way you can look at it. So if you look at something where you traditionally, you know, on a, ha- on a habit-wise, you would have reacted to it completely differently, okay? I want you to stop it right now in that moment, in that track. And I want you to just look at it differently. I want you to take a beat. I want you to think about how it would feel to react to that differently. How, if you have a particular 
person whose personality that you really admire or you're trying to emulate a person whose job you really like or you're trying to emulate try and see if you can even see how they would maybe do something you know and then really ask yourself are you responding to the situation like the person that you claim you are that you want to be and sometimes this takes a little while and you have to sit there and be introspective with yourself that's why it's it can be important to focus on the why why do i want to be good at math why do i want to go to a particular college why do i want the friends that i want want the sp that i want and sometimes these answers are a little bit hard to swallow uh, but they're there right they're usually tied to a negative belief that we think the manifestation is going to fix we feel like if we can get this dream or this goal it's going to validate us in some type of way and if you can unravel that and most of the time a lot of times with my clients they end up not really wanting their original goal they want a different version of it okay or they want something else entirely that happens a lot um because it wasn't really for them right it's for this separate sort of negative thought process that they were harboring within themselves and once they figure that out they don't want to have anything to do with it so going back to the math example if you find that that's something that you really want and it's not working for you ask yourself why do you even really want to be good at math how is it serving you you know that's not saying you can't achieve that and that's not saying that you don't deserve to be good at math we all do we all need math um in our everyday lives and beyond um so but ask yourself is it because i feel is it because i i don't feel as smart as other people do i want to be good at math to prove that i'm a logical person do i do i want to be good at math because I feel left out when other people in class understand concepts and things that I don't. Ask yourself what it is, and it's usually tied to a negative belief that we have. And when you can realize that that belief doesn't have anything to do with the math, you'll feel less pressure about the manifestation, so you can kind of detach from it and you can build up from it in a more enjoyable way and you can build your belief systems or you can go, you know what? I don't really care about math. I just wanted to feel accepted. I just wanted to feel smart. But I'm really really good at art. I'm great at public speaking. Um I'm really really good at writing papers and I can feel acceptance in that way. Right? And that a lot of people make those kinds of shifts. And you'd be surprised though how suddenly once you make the shift and you can give yourself intelligence and acceptance without having the perfect SAT score without having the all straight A's in math how naturally you'll start to get better at math because you've taken the pressure off of it you might discover that you have a natural curiosity for it but you're not obsessed with it in the same way and and that's how manifesting really works um remember it's it's not about magic and luck and abundance so much as it is about just manifesting more of who you are and what you're ready for right what you allow and astrology can be a fun tool 
to help you figure out what your why is and maybe what some of those awesome pros are. But once you start taking it to a level where you're discriminating against other people, you know, where you're making judgments and you have expectations, negative and positive of them, that um, are don't really make any sense considering the fact that we are very soft on ourselves when it comes to expectations. And when you start buying into, oh, I can't change, I'm just a victim of my birth, right? I'm just a victim of fate. That's when you should put down the astrology and, and focus on why you're leaning on astrology so much and trying to get to the root of that. So hopefully this helps. Like I said, I've gotten a lot of questions about you know, astrology and I've gotten a lot of questions about what it means. And, and while I recognize the fun parts of it, and, and the joy of it, I do think that people can carry it too far. And I don't necessarily think it impacts you manifesting one way or the other, unless you let it. So I hope this helps. Um, have a wonderful day. Love and light. Thank you so much for listening.